Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. You're chopping it up with Chuck. We are here at MJ Biz 2021. That's right, we're back live, people face to face, and we are very excited to uh, bring you some of the best content from this show. So today, I'm gonna go ahead and let my guests introduce themselves and tell you who they are and what company they're with, and then we are gonna just dive right in and talk about uh, you know what you guys care about hearing here at MJ Biz 2021. So, go ahead and introduce yourself, tell the audience who you are. My name is Mike Anderson, I'm the Director of Technical Services for the Hawthorne Gardening Company. Nice. And um, what, are you guys, uh, what are you guys doing here? What's, what's your, your big mission here at MJ Biz 2021? Well, basically to communicate to the world that we're here to provide solutions for growers, not just sell them products, we're there to help them from the beginning to the end. And if they have any troubles along the way, we're also there to support their efforts and we're really here for the grower. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, Hawthorne, you guys are big, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a big company. <laughs> uh, we have a solution for everything from water purification all the way to, you know, to the end. So um, we do benching designs, we do lighting designs, HVAC dehumidification design for growers, airflow placement, um, irrigation, fertigation. We, we do re really do it all. You know what's funny is uh, uh, when I tell people I'm with Cannabis and Tech today, sometimes, maybe like 15, 20% of the people, they go, really? What does tech have to do with cannabis? <laughs> what would you say to that? I, I would say tech has everything to do with <laughs> cannabis. Uh, you know what I always say, you know, if I had to cook uh, dinner for my wife, you know, I can make her reasonably happy. But if I had to cook for my daughter's wedding, uh, we'd have a lot of disappointed people. And uh, so the grower that's grown with one or two lights and tries to transition to 10 or 20 lights or, or from 20 lights up to 200 or 2,000, um, scaling up like that is very technical and yeah. it's not easy to do. So, Why do you think people like to work with a company like yours? Is it because you make the process frictionless because you know how to do what needs to be done so they can focus on their business and you guys bring that expertise or, or, or what is it? Yeah, I think that people like to work with us because you know, at the end of the day, um, a lot of times in installations, you'll have you know, one um, supplier pointing the finger at the other supplier and nobody really getting along at the grow. For us, we walk in, we provide the whole solution. So there's nobody else to blame but us. Uh, so, you know, it makes it a lot easier for the grower. And uh, let's face it, growers are busy. Yeah. You know, when they're, they work their tails off yeah. in these grows and- They're uh, basically they, farmers, right? Yeah, exactly. They work like farmers. They really do, and they work their butts off. So it's hard to, uh, um, you know, track down this supplier or that supplier, mm -hmm. or I have an issue with this, or I have an issue with that. Um, it's a lot easier just to call one phone number and say, hey, I need help, mm -hmm. and we're there to support them. And uh, so we do everything uh, from you know, uh, looking at the plants, working with the plants. If there's a problem with how they're growing or disease or pests or anything like that, we have horticulturalists on our staff that can help them with that. Wow. Um, my group is more equipment, you know, design of the grows and equipment. Yeah. Um, so if there's a problem with the lights or HVAC or dehumidification or they're having hot spots within the grow, they can't get their airflow uh, handled, 
they come to us and that's that's really what my expertise is in. Well, and you know, when I say farmers, right, like like maybe some people think like, oh, it's easy, you just get up and you, you plant some seeds and you know, then you go and you pick your crops and stuff like that. It really is what you just said, so much more involved in the process. Like it's a long day, there's a lot of different moving parts, there's, you know, like it's, it's, it's not easy, right? Like it's not, it doesn't just grow like a weed. It's not, and, and that's what I always say. Well, you know what, if anybody wants to grow low quality product, yeah. um, anybody can do that. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get, you know, top tier, top quality product, you really have to know what you're doing. Yeah. And um, in many cases, when you're scaling up, it's about reducing inputs. It's not about adding more and mm -hmm. make, adding complexity to the grow. So a lot of times we'll walk in and we'll talk to them and say, hey, why don't we just, you know, take it back a step or two here or there and uh, reduce the complications, improve your yields and improve your quality of your grow. And more times than not, honestly, when we work with somebody, yeah, um, it's kind of becomes an open invitation. Just come back anytime you're in town. Please stop in my grow because we help them get better and better. And, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just reducing complexity. You know, mm -hmm. when somebody's doing a, a 12 part feed and they, you know, it's it's really complex and you got to worry about other people taking care of those things. Um, sometimes it's a lot easier just to go down to a three part feed or something like that that just makes it a lot easier to work with. What would you say is like the top two or three challenges, you know, for, for growers that you help them deal with so that they can focus on their core competency? Well, I think that most of the growers are looking for efficiency. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's the big thing. Um, and they're looking at their cost of their inputs and saying, okay, how can I make money at this, right? Yeah. So they're looking at it from that perspective. Um, number one, number two. If they're if they're doing okay, they like how do I get that to the next level? What yeah. can I do differently to try and improve the quality of my grow? And so we look at that. So that's another thing that we have. In some cases, it's just equipment issues where they'll say, "Hey, mm. something's not working right. We can't figure out how to integrate all this stuff together." Yeah, and that gets into building automation and that sort of thing. So we work with people on those things as well. And um, like we said, it's a very complex uh, situation in these grows. It's, yeah. not, it's not easy. Yeah. And um, that's, I think that's why they look to us. So let me ask you this. Um, in any business, you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to adapt. We just went through this for a year and a half with yeah. a freaking pandemic, right? Yeah. Like you have to be able to do some kind of, um, you know, uh, adjustments on the fly. Mm -hmm. What are you noticing is, um, you know, kind of a, a big focus the end of this year going into next year that you're hearing you know basically from the people that they want to be able to do because you know you don't want to buy equipment and be locked into something if all of a sudden wow you know the consumers want this or this is the direction you're trying to go so how what are you hearing and you know how do you guys help people stay current and be able to adapt as these things happen I'll tell you what the biggest adaption uh, curve going on right now is definitely LED lighting yeah um, it's it's without a doubt it has gotten to the point that it's superior to uh, the older technologies yeah and I've been doing this a long time I've been in this as industry. a sustainability guy that makes me happy to hear exactly I've been doing this for 25 years yeah. we've you know I've seen a lot of high-pressure sodium out there and ceramic metal halide and all those technologies yeah. but when it comes time to uh, dispose of these things you know there's mercury content in there and so you know, we, look, we look at it from the from an efficiency perspective there's mm -hmm. no no reason to put in hid technology anymore um at the very least take a look at led because yeah. depending on where you're at we can also secure rebates from the utility companies 
sure. and that'll offset that initial um, price of the product. Oh, it, so they're more expensive up front. Exactly, the more you. expensive, more front up front, but they're much more efficient. Yeah. And the, you don't have any bulb replacements anymore. You can wash them down. They're instant on, they're instant off. Right. Um, they are very good in, in situations where you have power fluctuations. Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things, uh, Chuck, I was gonna say that a lot of people don't um, estimate when they get into the game. They say, okay, I'm going to look for a facility, I'm gonna put the screw together. Uh, most times they don't even ask the question about how much power is available mm. for that facility. And so that's a game stopper right then and there. If you don't have enough power for that facility, um, you're not going to be able to grow. And so people think, well, utility companies are in the business of selling power, so I can just call the utility company and say I need more. Well, that's not the case. And many times they'll say it might take us two or three years to get you the power you need, wow. or never. Okay, wow. they'll just say we'll never get you that power. So what do you do in that circumstance? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh boy, I'm kind of locked in on something. I can't get enough power. Well, then you got to look at efficiency on everything you're putting into that building. Yeah. And so that's why I say we would go first pass. We'd say, hey, let's go LED. It's about 20% at the minimum 20% reduction in electricity for the lights. Yeah. Then you got less heat load in the room because you got 20% less power, 20% less heat. So then you take a look at that. But the thing that's the tricky part when going to LED, and I got to, you know, mention that is that's really not, you know, a lot of guys will go out there and say, hey, I sell lights, I'll sell you an LED. And they say, hey, there you go. You got your product and, and, and good luck, right? Um, we don't look at it that way. We say, hey, if you're gonna go switch from HBS technology, which is the, the dominant technology out there right now, if you're going to LED, we're gonna work with you on how to adjust your room to make sure yeah. that you're very efficient with your conversion to LED. You're gonna get higher quality product without a doubt. Um, there's no uh, hit to yield if you do yeah. it if you do it right. Um, so there's really no reason why you wouldn't want to at least take a look at LED at this point in time. Now, high pressure sodium was put into gross for one reason: it converts electrons into photons. It's the most efficient. It was the most efficient technology to do that. Yeah. But today, that's not the case anymore. LED has surpassed um, HPS in terms of uh, efficiency. Yeah. And that's why I say if you're looking at putting a grow together or you're looking at a way to make your grow um, more cost effective, mm -hmm. definitely take a look at LED technology. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I was just uh, kind of taking notes on. Like it, 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 it costs less in the long term. You're saving energy. But the, the thing that I like is what you said, like you're gonna have better quality. Like yields are really important, right? Yeah. Isn't that kind of the, uh, the whole, the big, big kahuna, you know, at the right. end is what are our yields and is it a better product or, uh, you know, are people gonna be happier? with what is produced from LEDs than, uh, what are the old kind of lights called? High pressure sodium. So high pressure sodium, yeah. that doesn't sound good. Yeah, high pressure sodium <laughs> is, you know, like I said, it was, it was a very- What'd you have for breakfast? High pressure sodium. Yeah, it was a very efficient light source, but its day has come and gone, yeah. you know, it yeah. really has. So look at LED, and when you think about the color of the light, when you're talking high pressure sodium, it's a very yellow colored light, yeah. so it's dominant in the red spectrum. Oh. And um, so it's it, it wasn't the best choice for plant growth, it was just very efficient at converting electricity into photons for the plants to grow. Yeah. So when you take a look at what we have with LED today, the spectrum is much closer to natural sunlight. The plants are going to like it. Yeah. And um, bottom line is, is if you adjust your grow uh -huh. along with LED, 
you're going to have superior quality, you're going to have superior yields. And can you speak just for a minute, because I've been hearing a lot, and we've talked to a lot of people here at the show, uh, spectrum matters. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like being able to, I mean, basically in layman's terms, are they trying to replicate the full spectrum that you get from the sun with lights, and they're they're getting better and better at that? Is that is that where we're at right now? Well, that's kind of where it's going. Um, yeah. We have a research facility, R&D facility up in Kelowna, British Columbia. It's the largest because not all lights the same right not all lights the same and we're researching that and with spectrum um, there's no free lunch yeah so when it comes to broadening the spectrum and making a really a really nice spectrum or replicating natural sunlight yeah it takes a lot of different LED chips it takes a lot of work to figure out which way to do it Um, and at the same time you're trying to be cost-effective and you're trying to be um, efficient Mm -hmm. and uh, it's not so easy to do and quite frankly you know, nobody knows what the perfect spectrum is for these plants. Right. The research has not been done. And so um, with legalization and certainly in Canada with legalization up there on federal level, we can do that research and start to look at it. But to tell you, we know exactly precisely what spectrum sure. is good or somebody to tell you what spectrum is better. It's, it's, we're at our infancy in that stage of the game. Yeah, yeah. And the whole indoor outdoor thing, right? That's right. still something, you know, like what is the best quality, you know, the natural, you know, the outdoor, the whatever, you know, what, what do you think? Like it, it's, it's not the same product outdoor, right? It, right. it looks a little different and yep. it, you know. Well, I think the bottom line is, is that, you know, as time has gone by, the yeah. indoor grows have always gotten, you know, more money per pound than anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because they can maximize all the inputs, they can maximize everything. Science. It's the science of it. And outdoors, you know, you're worrying, you know, you can be in a, in a situation where your climate's perfect, you have a great season, and you have a great, you know, uh, yield. But to do that consistently, time over time over time, it's a lot easier to do it indoors. You're kind of rolling the dice, yeah. you know? There's there's a lot of other factors, right, that you can't control with an outdoor grow yeah. that you can uh, with, with proper technology and science that you can indoor. Right, that's, that's exactly it. So, um, you know, I think the future of um, controlled environment agriculture is, you know, it's gonna evolve because of the cannabis space, Yeah. Right? So with, the, with that investment drives innovation, it drives technology that maybe wouldn't have been created had it been for some other, you know, some other product, right? Some other um, produce. So yeah. the bottom line is, is I think that the efficiency that we're gaining in the cannabis space is going to also uh, feed feed people in the future. You know? See, I love that you said that because it's everything's connected. It's it not is. just a uh, you know uh, put in this little cubicle in this corner you know for growing cannabis. It's all connected, and we're learning stuff as we go that is making us better. You know, better at growing things and exactly. And we were looking at water as well. And and frankly speaking, the cannabis space is kind of taking it on the chin because it's such an energy intensive yeah. product, right? So everybody's like, well, you guys aren't so green, you know? It's like weed and, and almonds. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, what we said was, well, okay, how can we be more efficient, right? Mm-hmm. What can we do to drive efficiency? Well, obviously lighting technology is driving efficiency. Um, dehumidification, HVAC yeah. units are driving efficiency. Fans and fan placement can drive uh, efficiency. Um, water usage can be, uh, you know, reduced. And so that's a big part of what we're looking at is as to how to make this more sustainable. And the only way you can do that is to really look at every part of a grow and figure out how can we do this more efficiency, uh, efficiently. And it's not really about um, one product in the grow, it's mm-hmm. about how those products work together. 
and so if you take a look at it holistically, there's room for an improvement, and um, we, we think that we're driving that. Today's episode of Cannabis Tech Talks is brought to you by Hardy Diagnostics. Hardy Diagnostics is an American company that manufactures and sells bacteriological culture media, reagents, automated microscope slide standing machines, and rapid identification kits for microbiological testing in clinical, research, and industrial laboratories. Hardy Diagnostics is proud to be partnering with cannabis testing and cannabis science laboratories to ensure that cannabis products are safe for consumers. Hardy offers a wide range of pathogen detection and environmental monitoring products. At Hardy Diagnostics, you will find a complete selection of laboratory and microbiology supplies for the clinical, industrial, and molecular biology labs. See their amazing line of products. Go to hardydiagnostics.com. You're pretty passionate about this, aren't you? Yeah, I love it. I've been doing this for 28 <laughs> years, you know, so it's, uh, it's been a great industry. It's not just a in. job, though. It's, it's, it's you're, you're at the forefront. Of, of a really special thing you know yeah. what is happening in this country in the world really as legalization as, as more states you know come online and everything like that you're bringing a lot of uh, value and joy to a lot of people's lives it's got to feel pretty good yeah it does feel good and uh, again our purpose for being here is just to help the grower that's, yeah that's who we want to work with that's what we we try to help and uh, and everybody's getting better and better and um, you know, I'd love the industry, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it feel good being back at a uh, at a show? Are you kidding? I mean, I've been <laughs> I've been at every one of these shows from MJ Biz, Max Yield, yeah, Hydroponic Merchants Association. Years ago, you know, there was twelve booths at, yeah. the, at the first. Honestly, there was twelve booths at the first trade show. You know, and uh, so I've been doing this for a long time. Great people. Yeah, uh, it's so nice to see everybody. So um, hopefully. As uh, we get beyond this uh, COVID thing, we can we can start seeing more and more people face to face. Oh man, it's great! It's so nice to be here. So let our audience know, um, you know, if they want to find out more about Hawthorne, uh, you know, go ahead. Here's a good chance for you to give some kind of little outro shout outs. You know, how they can get a hold of you and, and find out more, maybe do some business. Right. Well, I say, hey, everything's online. So go to HawthorneGC.com, and that's uh, tells you all about our company. You can get in contact with anybody you need there. Um, our technical resources are really for the commercial growers, but um, if you have a question and you need need help and you're just a hobby grower, we're happy to help as well. So there's an 800 number on there for a technical support group. So reach out, you know, and I always tell people, you know, it's, it's great when you buy our products, um, but you know, if you need help, call out, reach out to us anyway. Yeah. We're, we're gonna help you. And um, you know, that's what we're here to do. I always like connecting cool people with cool companies, and I think that's what we did here today. So thank you so much for being here, Mike. Uh, to everybody that's listening right now, uh, go ahead and hit the like button. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, share, and don't forget, follow Hawthorne GC. Yeah. Hawthorne GC on social media. Make sure you go check out their website, and make sure that you follow us, Cannabis Tech Talks and Cannabis Tech Today online. For MJ Biz, this is Chuck Warner. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, we'll see you next time on the next episode of Cannabis Tech Talks.